Hey everybody, Michael June here, and today's episode is called The Great Pumpkin. We are going to be talking about some issues that people have that are related to a book that I read several years ago from Mike Michalowicz. It's called The Pumpkin Plan, and so I thought this would make a great Halloween episode. I was going to dress up as the scariest thing I could think of, a government contractor with the glasses and the suit and the tie and all that, and I'm like, I just couldn't do it. I'm just going to be normal today. I want to talk about this challenge that a lot of people have, and and how Mike addressed it in The Pumpkin Plan. What he starts off with in that book, if you've never read the book, is at the beginning, he talks about how these guys grow these giant pumpkins, you know, the really big pumpkins that are a thousand pound pumpkins and how they have these seeds that are from other giant pumpkins that they nurture. And some of these seeds are thousands of dollars, right? This is a real thing. People are trying to create the next largest pumpkin. One of the biggest secrets about creating the largest pumpkin is they always start in their pumpkin patch with these seeds and they watch for the pumpkin that's growing with the most potential. And they very quickly start cutting away at the ones that are just going to be sucking the life out of the big one. And they very quickly go from a pumpkin vine with a bunch of pumpkins on it down to the one pumpkin. And they cut away everything else that's going to be a distraction, everything that's going to suck nutrients from it. And they focus on the giant pumpkin. That's the pumpkin plan. That's how they create the great pumpkin. How does that relate to business? Well, Mike gets farther into that in the book, which it's a great book. I love all of Mike's books. One of my favorite books from Mike Michalowicz is The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. It's a really great book on how to do a lot with a little. I highly endorse a lot of his stuff and a thank you to him. He endorsed one of my books several years ago. He wrote a little blurb for the back of the book. It's called The Coach's Playbook. I'm really thankful to him for that. He's written a lot of really great stuff. Pumpkin Plan is one of my favorites. The gist of it is most companies are just doing too much. They're just doing too much. I remember this client that I was just talking to recently where he was going through all the things they do. And ultimately he's like, we have about 19 different core competencies. How is that possible? How is it possible that you do 19 things excellent? It's not possible, but that is a very common thing that I run across when I'm doing consults with people is like, we do cybersecurity, we do janitorial, we also do IT, we do management consulting, we do marketing, we have a product division and the product division sells baseball caps, but it also sells eyeglasses and bed sheets and styrofoam cups and telephones. And you would think that I'm making this up, but I'm not. This happens all the time. And if you're one of the people listening who is exactly Exactly how I'm describing this episode is for you. This is a little bit of a, a hard reset for your mindset around trying to be more focused. I've heard a few people over the years tell me, well, you know, if you want to be a millionaire, you need to have seven streams of income that kind of falls into the same category. If you need to be doing a lot of things and seeing what works, but when you find what works, you need to zero in on it and cut the rest out. Just like that pumpkin thing. When I interview or speak to people who are very wealthy, the answer is always the same. I started with my car wash. I started with my real estate business. And once that got major successful, then I took that money and reinvested it in other things. So even though they have seven, eight, 10, 15 different streams of income, they built the majority of their wealth with one thing. 
It was that one thing that they spent all their love and all their attention onto until it grew big enough. It was their great pumpkin. And then they were able to use that to feed the other things. But it all starts with the one. And we somehow think we can juggle 20 different things at a time. You know, it's like the old plate spinning thing. We can spin 20, 30 different plates. And the average person can't. The average person often can't do one thing at an excellent level, much less 10 things at an excellent level. So let's focus our energy. What is the one thing that you're doing really, really well? What do you need to cut? Because there's likely some things that you need to cut. I just have a list of things that I'm going to run through today. It's probably going to be a fairly short episode. And I want you to be thinking about those. Did you know we have our own government contracting community? It's called Federal Access. And inside Federal Access, you have all the tools, tips, strategies, documents, templates, everything you're ever going to need to be a government contractor. But you also get brought into our ecosystem. You get into our private LinkedIn group and you get into our live events and all that kind of thing when you become a member of Federal Access. To learn more, go to federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Now let's get back into this episode. One of the first ones is that you're focusing on too many agencies. You're all over the board and you're focusing on any agency that'll put out an RFP that does what you do for any service, any product that you have. So you might be focusing on way too many agencies and you need to narrow it down initially to maybe just one, maybe two, maybe three. But one is usually my starting point. Let's focus there and let's grow from there, kind of like the Great Pumpkin. The other thing is you're likely chasing too many products and services. You need to get it laser focused. Where does 80% of your revenue come from? Where does 80% come from? And if you're brand new to this game and you don't necessarily have revenue in the government yet, where's 80% of your commercial business come from? You need to focus on one thing and get really good at that and have maybe two or three things that support it. So if I was focusing on landscaping, that's a really good one to talk about. If I was focused on landscaping. I would sell landscaping first then I'd come back 30, 60 days later, have a Cape brief with those contracting officers and say, hey, we also do building maintenance and tree services, janitorial, whatever it might be. I would start with the landscaping and then bring those other three in later. I wouldn't come in and say we do landscaping, tree services, building maintenance, and cybersecurity. I wouldn't do that. I come in and sell one thing and be very good at that and then add the other stuff. So one product or service at a time. Get really good at that. You may have too many things that have nothing to do with your course service. Let's look again at landscaping. If you are trying to sell landscaping and you're also trying to sell IT PM services or cybersecurity or waste management, radar detection, missile defense stuff, there's so many things you could sell, but if they have nothing to do with your core service, it creates learning curves for you, creates challenges for your team, creates confusion in the market for your customers. So don't have a bunch of things that have nothing to do with your core services. You are a company that needs to focus on the one main thing. Now, look, if you are listening to this and you're a multi-billion dollar company and you have 25 different divisions, then you may have a shipbuilding division and an IT division like General Dynamics and other divisions that do other things. But that's a multi-billion dollar company. You can't try to do that when you're a one, two, 10, maybe even 25 employee, not even at a hundred employees. You should not be trying to mimic what a billion dollar company is doing today. You could grow into that. But when you're 10 people in your company, you should not be acting like you have 12 different divisions. 
because you don't. In reality, you don't. And if you do, in reality, you're likely not growing them at the pace you want. You've got a little bit of money in each one, and it's just not a good thing for your company. Don't have too many things to focus on that aren't your core services. The other thing is too many events. You know, I see people that are at every single event under the sun, every networking event, every conference. And I'm like, look, your clients aren't here. Why are you here? Well, I just got to be everywhere. You don't have to be everywhere. Focus. Focus on the core events where your clients are going to be and your teaming partners are going to be. That's where you need to be focused, which brings me to the next one. Maybe you have too many teaming partners. What if you have 30 teaming partners, but you only have two contracts with one of them? It's likely you just have too many teaming partners because you're not nurturing them. I'd rather you have three to five really good teaming partners that you're doing a lot of work with than 30. Sometimes you need to cut down on those until you get a system and until you grow. It's all about time, right? Then there's some business distractions. Employees can be one of the biggest business distractions. I just did a podcast about managing employees and how you are a business, not a daycare. That might be a, a really good podcast for somebody to go listen to, but don't let employees become a distraction. Don't let tasks you don't understand become a distraction. Things like accounting or your website. If you don't know those things, hire somebody to do that. Even if it's just outsourcing temporarily, you can't spend 75 hours watching YouTube videos trying to figure out how to set up your QuickBooks. You've wasted so much time. Same thing with your website. You can't spend 100 hours watching videos, if that's way outside your box, hire somebody to come in and just get it done. The final thing on my list is the personal distractions. I'm a multitasker. I work from home. There's a lot of things I like. I like meal prep. I like cooking. I like doing some of the lawn care stuff. I like doing some of the home maintenance stuff. Some of it I don't. There's certain things that my wife will come to me and say, hey, can we? And I'm like, nope. We're thinking about installing a door. Nope. I don't want any part of that. Let's find somebody to do it. I just don't want to do it. When it comes to cooking, I like doing that. But I've used meal prep services in the past where I'm like, hey, the next three weeks, four weeks are going to be really busy and I just need something where all my shopping is done for me. Same thing with lawn care. It could be one of those things where, hey, you've got a busy season coming up. You're like, I just don't have time to take care of it. Hire somebody for a month. Hire somebody for this summer to help get that off of your plate so you can focus. Same thing with cleaning. A lot of times when you're busy, that's one of those things you just don't get a chance to take care of your house and clean up things. And it becomes a distraction where every time you walk in the bathroom, you're like, oh, this bathroom is disgusting and I wish it was clean or my kitchen really needs a good scrub down or whatever. If you don't have time to do something like that and it's a distraction, hire somebody to do it and get that off of your plate. These are just a handful of things that prevent you from building your great pumpkin. I wanted to bring these up today and make you aware of it so that you can look at that from the business perspective, the personal perspective and say, what things do I need to trim off of the great pumpkin so that I could focus on that one thing that's making us money? I want to focus on the business side of things. I want to focus on my top clients. I want to focus on my top product or service. And I just want to focus and get away from a lot of the distractions. And if you do that, you'll build yourself a great pumpkin. We'll see you next episode. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast and screenshot it and tag me on LinkedIn or whatever social media you use. So thank you again for joining us today and we'll see you next time.